see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. I got here before you. I can't hear you because you're muted. Yeah, we were trying to break into a casino. <laughs> okay, what game were you playing? It's on Roblox. But um, I'm going to leave you with uh, T'Challa for a second because he took too long in the bathroom and now it's my turn. Okay. I was in there for about three seconds. Yeah, it was way longer than I needed you to be. But y'all have like one bathroom? Uh, well, the, the, uh, the other one is filled like with stuff for grandma. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna let you for the first time go ahead and introduce the show. How about that? I While we wait on your dad. I forget the thing. You <laughs> All right, I guess we can kind of wait on him. But so I'll just start by saying that we're, of course, recording the show a day late today. Um, I, I have a new addiction. And so that somehow um, took precedence over recording the show yesterday. But we are here on a Sunday um, where I am. It looks like the, the sky is about to rip open. Um, it's just started. It's really, really overcast and it is thundering like crazy. Um, so I know we're supposed to be getting some rain, which is going to be awesome considering yeah. the dust storm of p pollen that was, um, you know, in place yesterday. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty dang nasty. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, I went outside with, with Gwen, we went, um, shopping and, you know, it was like, we just didn't understand why there was just this like haze. And it's not often that you see, you literally see the pollen in the air. And so it was a, a very interesting shopping day with all the pollen. So, um, go on and start the show now that you're back. Uh, welcome to another fantabulous episode of In the Stacks with Barry. Latoya. And Latoya. Um, I gave him the opportunity to start the show. He says he didn't know what it, how to do it. I, so. I forgot what. what <laughs> um, I have to say, um, I had a very painful thing that happened yesterday. Really? I mean, it really kind of struck me in the heart. Hmm. Okay. Because, you know, typically, you know, I think of Saturday as poor day, right? <sighs> And, you know, occasionally we've had to skip Saturday or whatever, but, but to find out that, again, you had made plans on our day. It wasn't even like that. I told you yesterday that it wasn't so much that we'd made plans for during the show. I was hoping to record the show early so that I could start those plans but, early. But did you, like, tell us that, like, 30 minutes before you want to start the show? Yeah, I, and then I said, you know, I could wait like an hour, but you're like, oh no, I have, you know, I have like my set times of like eating and peeing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, whatever. I get up at 10 on Saturday. <laughs> I take my shower around 11, 
around 12, we grab our food. Mm-hmm. You know, normally, of course, this gives us time to then be settled and well-fed and rested so that I can give you my full attention. Right, because that's what you usually give me as I hear you clickety-clacking on the on the keyboard while, you know, we're in the show and you're grading papers or you're doing something. Well, it's just, okay. you know, I, I, I give you my full attention at first, but then you just kind of keep going. Oh, Jesus. I'm fine. I'm usually doing what he's doing, but I'm just much more quiet about it. <laughs> okay, see? He has no. the courtesy of at least being quiet about it. Yeah. I'm still robbing the casino. Yeah, he's still in the casino. Oh, okay. All right. He was with me. But Actually, no. No? <laughs> no. Well, I was telling T'Challa the weather here is about to get insane, um, which, you know, is good for the pollen, but maybe bad for recording. So um, let's definitely get this show on the road. I don't want for <laughs> for for the power or anything like that to go out before um, we're able power to get in there. Mm-hmm. On Friday at um the high, actually i think it was thursday at thursday at a high school the power blinked on and off at like around one o'clock okay right which is unusual but i mean occasionally it'll blink off and come right back on mm-hmm. came right back on then it blinked off again came right back on right and i was like huh. and luckily i had no class going at that time mm-hmm. um but then i went to my lunch duty at 106 and at about 115 all the power goes out Okay. Yeah. Right. So when lunch ends at one thirty-six, um, we can't send kids walking around, you know, to their fourth block classes because it's dark, mm-hmm. right? So um, the, everybody just has to stay where they are. Right. Means that you know I'm stuck in the lunchroom with all the you know fourth block, uh, fourth lunch kids, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so finally at like two thirty or so, uh, the power comes back on. Right. So we were in there for, I guess, about an hour and a half, you know, and uh, natives started to get re- restless, you know, because they weren't wandering around. They're getting bored. Right. Home, you know, all these different things. And, um, you know, we have to like only let so many people go to the bathroom at one time, you know, and, you know, you don't want, you know, boys and girls going to the bathroom at the same time. Right. But, right. You know, and um, so finally we go back to our fourth block classes. And, I, and they're like, everybody's, all the kids are like, you know, we're not actually going to do anything the last 40 minutes, right? And I'm like, oh, hell no, we got it. We got stuff to do. Uh-huh. And, um, so I start them all up. But then, of course, I, I did not know that all of the Wi-Fi was off, right? Which meant that none of them could get on to. Right. Since we're all very dependent on the internet. Yeah. I could get on, but I'm hardwired. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, oh. So, yeah, don't tell nobody, but from the last 30 minutes, we just watched, you know, like a horror movie. Because um, I couldn't get a unit test, um, I, which is what they were supposed to be doing. Right. Um, I didn't want to start something else because if you, if, what, if you teach them something before they take a test over other things, mm-hmm. they're only going to remember what you just told them. Right, exactly. If they remember that. But, um, so, yeah, we just kind of hung out for like the last 30 minutes. Well, and, I mean, you know, you can really help that. So yeah. all the kids were like, we're, maybe we won't have to come tomorrow. And I'm like, no, no, it's, it was, a tree fell on a power line. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen again. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And my lawn, my lawn looks beautiful because he got mowed two days in a row. Did you cut it? <laughs> Fuck no. Okay. I was about to say, 
I don't even do no. that. Okay. What so happened? I, I, all right. So on, on Thursday again, <laughs> I decided to go grocery shopping after school. And so mm-hmm. I went to the grocery store, then came back and I noticed my front yard was mowed. Now the guy, the kid who does my yards, he was supposed to start it either on Friday or Saturday. I thought, well, maybe he came a day early. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got out and I noticed there was a note on my door and it's from my next door neighbors. Right saying that they had mowed their yard and they noticed mine needed mowing, so they went ahead and did it. And that they didn't mind mowing my yard anytime I needed mowing. I was like, okay. you know, on one hand, it's kind of, you know, do they really think my yard looked that bad? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, but anyway, so I walked next door, knocked on every door and rang the doorbells to thank them, you know, mm-hmm. tell them that I have a, a guy who does my lawn, you know, but um, they never answered. So I haven't been able to say anything. To yeah, them. I think it was their way of saying that you need to, be more yeah. which if, about if you saw their yard it's a busy yard okay they're like yeah. one of those folks who like has like cars around that they're working on and stuff ah uh, okay yeah. that's what you get for living in the hood but go ahead yeah and um so i meant to call my guy and tell him hey you know it's already mowed you know mm-hmm. chance to the next day because he wasn't supposed to come till saturday anyway okay so I come home Friday and noticed that, you know, he had left the gates to my backyard open, right? Mm-hmm. It was obvious that he had come and run his lawnmower or everything because, like, the lines were in a different place than they were the day before. <laughs> and I, so I got a text from him saying that he came and, um, you know, mowed my grass and that, that it started raining really hard, but that he got to it all. And in my, in my head, I'm like, didn't he notice that it was – Freshly, I mean, it was, but anyway, so I had to go ahead and, and pay him because I mean, he did come. <laughs> oh my god, that's just, but that uh, I don't know. That yeah. just, no, no, that so doesn't it, make any sense to me. Yeah, so it's interesting, but my lawn, my lawn is beautiful. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I'd, I'd even feel comfortable paying for that, especially given that. You know, it was clear that the lawn had been mowed, and it's not like he really made things better. Well, he does um, come down in front. He goes to college in Athens. So he does come down to do something. If nothing else, I mean, he did come down, you know, and I suppose I could have texted him immediately. Well, you should have texted him, yes, but. You know, but I thought I had, you know, at least 24 hours, you know, but I guess I didn't. So that's on me. So what exciting things have been happening in your world? Um, so let's see, we didn't record last week, so I don't know, it's all like just blending, but, um, I have a new quasi addiction. It's not, so it's certainly not on the level of Gwen and Miles, but I have started doing Legos, uh, because I'm more like, I, only want to do ones that will that I can actually put out and that would be aesthetically you know like the the colors and stuff are similar to the to what's already in the room um I don't have quite so many but um I've been gradually um doing more and more which has been kind of fun it is actually really um relaxing which is what I guess it entices uh my sister to to do them uh it is not a cheap habit 
I will say yeah, that. I, much. I was just thinking, why don't you collect Faberge eggs or something? I know, seriously. So I I did do my I did purchase last week my first like it to me is a mega set in that it costs like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but that's not even one on the the more expensive side. They have sets that go up even higher. And it took me quite some time to think about whether or not I was going to pull the trigger on it. Um, I did it because of nostalgia. It's um, it's the the Nintendo system and the NES Lego set that has like moving parts and all this other stuff. Um, it's a TV, and I know I said I was going to send you pictures. I should have sent it. Um, yeah. But it's I haven't started it yet. I'm waiting because I feel like mm-hmm. I am. Um, still you know kind of getting into the groove of learning how to do it more quickly so um i finished up a set last night that is for a a gift for my mom and dad for their uh, anniversary their wedding anniversary from the four of us Hmm? damn you what what so while you were talking Uh uh-huh I was scrolling down on my Facebook feed, right? Okay. So, Chala, come look to see what ad popped up. Is it is it the ad that recrolls you? No, no, no. So, what pops up, and it has never popped up before, because I never searched for this. I never used the word. You were talking about Legos, and there's a giant Lego ad in the middle of my Facebook <laughs> They're listening to us. You know, Big Brother is listening to us. Yeah, that's just. Disturbing. I know it's it's, but you know, you kind of just have to accept it, you know. So I just pinged you, um, the the set that I got last week. That's not okay. Again, they're listening to us. So I, I get. Wow. It. So that's pretty cool looking. Yes, because it actually so um they had like a YouTube video and stuff. It it kind of works so you can crank the television and you can you know the the um the the image anyway i I need to send you that video it's really awesome but yeah it's it's 2600 pieces um i haven't done a 2600 piece one yet so i've started like i think my first Atari version should be 2600 pieces (laughs) that would be cool but since i i'm like because of the nostalgia and i remember playing this with my brother and my cousins and that kind of thing and that was you know we had an atari um, we didn't yeah. actually own an, an NES, but our, our cousins had one. So I remember in Jamaica, when they came down one summer, that was kind of our foray into playing it. And, you know, of course, after that, I remember, you know, anyone who played Nintendo remember having to like blow on the cartridge and <laughs> doing all this really crazy stuff to it. But yeah, you, you build a cartridge, you can actually insert the cartridge into the system. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty awesome. So, I even got um, the little Mario thing that you can attach to the top, which will then allow it to play all of the the sound that you remember from the game. So yeah. you know when he's jumping and doing all that kind of stuff. And I mean, I think this is the thirtieth anniversary of uh, the, if not the system, Super Mario Brothers. So like even in Animal Crossing, they're um, selling all. Uh, Super Mario or yeah uh, Mario Brothers items in the in the, um, the store so you can get like the um, the money blocks and the I mean it's just it's been really really cool so yeah this is my first 
big set um, that I've purchased. Um, I even saw in the store, they have the, um, for $300, you can get the old Trafford. So the Manu's stadium. And I was like, yeah, that, that'd be cool for Barry, but he, no, <laughs> it's $300. Yeah. So I was tempted to get the Ghostbusters um, one, you know, of um, Ecto-1, but it was just, it was, it was large. I mean, it's a $200 set, but like the footprint is pretty large. And I'm like, if it was like maybe half the size that it is, I would have gotten it. And again, it's just all about the nostalgia. But, um, but yeah, so we've been doing quite a bit, uh, quite a bit of uh, Lego shopping recently. And well, Legos and puzzles. So, you know, I'm like, I like that the fact that the the Legos are, you know, just a 3D version of a puzzle you'd put together. Um, and so I have some of the same types of strategy around doing it. So I, I'd gotten, I'd started using these little, um, I guess like little containers to pre-sort by color. Cause I'm like, you do, especially the larger ones, they come with, you know, numbered bags. And so you only work off of one bag at a time. And so I'd open the bag and sort the colors and then work on that bag and then move to the next step, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's been cool, but I think when I, whenever I get around to balancing my checkbook, which my yeah. sister says I'm supposed to do, um, I will find that my uh, entire stimulus went to buying Legos, if not for myself, but for um, my sister and that kind of thing. So, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. I've been playing Animal Crossing and I have been doing Legos so like over in there <laughs> I think I, yeah I told you on the phone they've their living room is being converted into the Lego room yeah what was that T'Challa somehow I'm only mildly surprised that you have another addiction <laughs> well yeah I'm yeah. not surprised at all that she has another addiction I am mildly surprised that it's Legos yeah well I am too actually but I what I really found that I enjoy about it is very like I'm really I have a high need for task completion and um and I like when things are you know a bit methodical and that kind of thing so it's it's when I think about it it's ultimately not that much of a surprise that I would fall into this um I, I, I just yeah, I just, I guess I just needed a nudge. <laughs> so, so my sister and brother have um, nudged me into it. And I am, you know, I mean, I like it. I just, I, I know that long-term I'm not going to be able to, you know, I can't keep up with them in terms of buying sets all the time, but yeah. I know that they're supposedly going to be doing a Titanic set this year. And I do want that. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars depending so that's the only big set that i have on my on the horizon of things for me to do but i have enough right now um that will take me a little bit to do that i'm okay with that like you know i don't need to buy anymore anytime soon so i mean i don't even have the money to anyway so i need yeah. a sugar daddy <laughs> So that is what I've been up to, Legos, and um, yeah, that's about it. How about you guys? Uh, no new addictions for me, I don't think. Um, I'm still nurturing all my old ones. Um, 
you know, I uh, see what's been going on this past week. I'm still reading through um, the rise and fall of the uh, Third Reich. Um, I'm up to pay. I mean, like 600 pages in now. Um, so I got like another 300 pages to go. Um, I'm also reading a Star Wars novel by Charles Soule, who's a comic book writer that I really, really like. And this book, I don't know, I'm over halfway through it. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's still the initial disaster. It starts with this disaster happening and all these Jedi having to go and help. Okay. But I'm like halfway through it and it's still the disaster. I'm getting kind of bored. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, am I, am I going to really read like this whole 250 page book and it's going to be about the, this one disaster? Because, uh, yeah, that's boring to me. Um, reading that, uh, a friend of mine, I, I guess somebody I've known online for, I guess about 25 years now, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Munn, he wrote a book. Uh, he's a really big ghostwriter fan. Okay. He wrote a book called Wheels on Fire. It's an unofficial guide to Marvel Comics ghostwriter from 1972 to 83. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought a copy of it and I've been kind of started it. It's basically, he goes through every single issue published in those years and like reviews them and summarizes them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and I was surprised to see that he included me as one of the people he thanked on uh, his little thank you page. Really? That is really nice. Yeah. I'm there with a, a whole bunch of different folks. There's very, I'm not sure how I earned the, the, uh, the credit, but yeah. You'll uh, take it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think I did give him credit when I was at Marvel I did edits on one of the uh, the Marvel Essential Ghostwriter things, mm-hmm. and I think that I, he answered a couple of questions that I needed answered, and I think I did credit him in that book. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe it's just like his way of you know repaying Thanking it. you. Oh, okay. So I've been reading that. Um, I'm still in uh, you know the middle of Pretty Little Liars. I've got 53 episodes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I. We watched the first three episodes of Invincible, which is based upon. Um, okay, see, that's where it gets creepy because I logged on to Amazon and it's recommending Invincible. Oh, okay. On, on so yeah, it's uh, they're they're listening to us. Oh yeah, yeah. So Invincible is based on a comic book series written by um, the same guy who did The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, this one ran for like 125 issues, and it was pretty good. And I would recommend it to you. Um, the, each episode is like an hour and it's an animated series. Um, the first episode, when you watch like the first half of it, you'll be like, oh, this is just like a regular superhero show. Why did Barry recommend this to me? But there's a twist at the end of the first episode that lets you know that this series is not going to be, uh, a standard superhero show. Um, so I would definitely recommend it. It has some of the most clever names. There's this girl who can uh, like make multiple versions of herself and her name is duplicate. (laughs) Okay. Kate. Yeah. Duplicate. And then there's a girl who has the powers to like transform stuff. And her name is Atom, A-T-O-M, Eve. Adam. Mm, Yep. Yeah. I love that. Uh, There's like all these cool names that people have. There's this girl named monster girl who looks like a little girl, but she transforms into this horrible monster yeah yeah and what you find out though is that she is aging backwards 
So she looks like a little girl now, um, but she's actually she's really old. She's yeah, and old and and she's like you know dating is terrible like this because the only guys who are like interested in me when I look like this are people you know who are like you know usually on uh, to catch a predator, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, and she's like you know, she's got needs, damn it, you know. Um, so it's 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 really a clever show. I don't uh, know why I feel like somehow I've I've seen it before. I don't know. It's um, so when we were at uh, that horrible place, the library. <laughs> Um, I bought the giant um, omnibus editions of it for our collection. Okay, that's probably why I feel like I've seen it. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, so we Terrible had like the first place. three giant omnibus editions. Oh, well. So yeah, in library news. <laughs> yeah, so I had to call you the other day because I got, I got noticed that um, uh, the Twin Lakes library system, I guess, is going to go away. They are going to rejoin the Middle Georgia library system after about 20 years. Yep, of, of being a, part of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so. I realize anytime there's, because I mean, when you called me and you're like, oh, I have news about the library, and then I actually guessed what it was right off yeah. the bat. But um, I just, I don't know. I always, it always impacts my mood. Like for the rest of the day or whatever, I'm like, it's some sort of, subconscious thing like maybe i haven't fully dealt with all of that stuff yeah because it really really does bother me um but yeah i mean again we both found it comical that you know that they're rejoining middle georgia we neither of us were surprised um because we understand that the state prefers multi-county systems rather than single county systems i'm curious to see if there's you know just general curiosity if there's any more single counties out there um, I wouldn't but, be surprised if this yeah. is the last one. I don't know. Mm. And it, my, my curiosity comes from like specifics. You know, I wonder if they're going to take, if they're going to go, if they're going to do like they do with other systems where they're going to do all the cataloging in house at the. the right, next, right, exactly. Uh, in which case, you know, your former uh, flame, you know, oh, would go there or would be out of cataloging. Uh, or if they'll let, let us let them go back to the way it was when we were a part of MGRL in that we did our own cataloging and stuff. Right. The exception, you know. Right. Because we had the the manpower and in, in-house to do it. And they may what they may up, um end up doing too is they um because there's someone already there who's been cataloging for an eternity, you know, they may yeah have him do some cataloging for some of the other branch libraries um but uh yeah it's just it it's just weird um it's to me it's it's you know kind of sad that that's sad um but you know and of course you know i i didn't know how to respond to it with a little you know emoticon so I, i went with the laugh one right right so i'm trying to find hang on they had the here we go the map Ugh, no but it doesn't do it by oh yeah they do and you know our friend christopher is his birthday today oh really in other library news yeah. okay um so no uh conyers rockdale is still a single oh okay apparently. um <clears throat> so there's still a couple of them out there but yeah i mean yeah i'm looking at the let me send you the pdf 
of what I'm looking at. It's just, there we go. So yeah, interesting. So yeah. moving on from that, because like I said, that is going to still, just even mentioning it is going to bother me for uh, the rest of the day. You, you brought um, it up. I wasn't going to bring it up. I'm I kidding. know, but no, you you alluded to library. And then, so obviously we need to mention it. So. How does that yeah. the library? Huh? Do you, anyway, oh, no. moving on. Oh, I moving said on. when we were at the library, we had those books. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Right. So I figured that was maybe your way of segueing into the... <laughs> it was not, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was giving you way too much credit. Okay, I got, yeah, it. Yeah. got it. So um, I... What is it? I was going to say, because I, I thought I had started writing down some of the things I wanted to talk about, but clearly I did not. Um, you made a whole list. Yeah, I did. And then I logged into the thing and I'm like, where, where did my list go? I'm like, I guess I must not have, you know, <laughs> done what I thought I was going to do. Um, but I did want to mention, since we're talking about libraries, uh, this will be my last um, library comment. It's not specific to, you know, that library but it is right. about um an author so i did not realize um so yesterday i was looking at my entertainment news and surprisingly this was one of the things listed on e-news but um famous author beverly cleary passed away she was 104 wow i was shocked i didn't realize she was still alive because i mean i remember reading the ramona quimby books and stuff and i was like wow to think so she was when I was born. She was sixty-four, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it. I mean, it's obviously kind of sad. But you know, wow, to live one hundred and four years. I'm. I, I don't know if I'd want to live that long. Um, only yeah. because of I think it has more to do with the f the fragility of the human body and condition as you kind of reach that age. Um, I think if you could have the you know, the um, vitality of youth, vitality of being younger, right, then it maybe wouldn't be so bad. But then too, I'm like, I don't know if I'd care for all the stupid crap that, you know, is seemingly happening in more frequency than it did pre Trump. So um, I don't know. But again, I did take a kind of a moment of silence. Uh, she was born April 12th of 1916 and passed away. Well, it says here she died in on March 25th, but they didn't announce it till like yesterday. So that's weird. Anyway. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, you know, sad. But yeah. That I did, I do know that I did want to mention that. I also mentioned that apparently, um, what is it? Prince William has been uh, named sexiest bald man. And I'm like, but he's not fully bald. How do you? Anyway, I didn't bother to deep dive into reading that article or anything, but the headline alone was like, um, okay. So, and I still haven't even watched the um, Harry and Meghan interview with Oprah. I mean, I've, I feel like because I've read so many different things about it that I've already seen it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I saw an article on... It's the, I think it's Prince Albert of Monaco. You know, his, his mom was Grace Kelly. Um, he had said that he 
he wasn't in agreement of them kind of taking that public platform to talk about stuff that should be handled in-house. And I'm like, but that's kind of the problem. You know, I, I think that they're bringing additional light to obvious issues inside of the monarchy and the way yeah. that the monarchy is, is, is run and, you know, what it is and what it should be. And, you know, and I mean, I just tie it to the whole Diana thing, you know, that she was willing to kind of put herself out there, whether it be because, you know, she wanted everyone to know or for attention or any combination of things, you know, she opened the door, you know, and I'm, I think it's, to me, I think it's good that she, she did. And I'm glad that Harry and, and Megan feel like they're in a position where they can continue to talk about that in an open forum. Um, because, you know, it, some of the things that bothered me was the fact that, and I don't know if there's precedence to it, but the fact that their child is not a prince. Yeah. Um, you know, apparently there was issues about, you know, or questions about what the child's skin tone was going to be. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm like, you see that? I mean, Harry was literally treated like the red-headed stepchild <laughs> in that sense. You know, it's like, well, hmm, okay. But, but yeah, so I haven't seen it yet, but I feel like I have. Yeah, I mean, I just, the whole thing, I just watched. Um, oh, so you did see some of it? Yeah, I saw the highlights and stuff, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, again, I just, I hadn't. It, it was hard to miss it for a few days there. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was taking up news cycles, you know, I think it took up almost the full week of news cycles because yeah. it wasn't like debuted on a Saturday or Sunday and that whole week you couldn't go anywhere without, you know, seeing that. Right. <laughs> so, but anyway. Um, so in addition to Invincible, we watched something else. We watched the second episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I thought was much better than the first. Okay. Um, then I'm interested in watching The Irregulars, which is a... What is that? It's a show that's going to be on Netflix. It started yesterday. It's it's about the Irregulars, you know, the uh, the kids and the homeless people who always help Sherlock Holmes. Um, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize it by name, but okay. So it's a show about them, but apparently it's going to be more supernatural than the old Holmes stories were. Ah, uh, well, I don't... So I'm curious about that. Hmm. Well, that's cool. So I know that the what is it when we talked about it almost it feels like a like a month ago or something we were going to go through the list um, the worst movies of all time according to critics. So before we jump into that, was there anything else we needed to I guess touch on? Um. Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a link, Barry, of what I want. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you, and you can buy it for me, and it'll be like a really great birthday, and I will allow it to be a birthday and Christmas gift combination. Okay. Because you know I don't, I don't be doing stuff like that. I don't like combination gifts. Well, T'Challa, do you have a topic for us to discuss before we just discuss the movies? You were supposed to remind me. <laughs> You can't use that excuse all the time. <laughs> but you know what? It's every show. It's not like you know, I, I spring it on things. you. It's not like I spring it on you. Yes, you just did. <laughs> every show. I guess, you know. He's looking thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Thinking about it. 
Yeah. Okay. This this is exciting podcasting here. The dead silence is always the. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. Maybe we should move on to the movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, if you if you like to jump in, otherwise that's cool. Um. So let's see. This list goes off from 50 down so i don't think we'll want to do all 50 what what number do you want to start at um let's start at 25 okay so worst movies by or according to critics and number 25 i have one oh, go wait. ahead topic or you have a movie oh okay go ahead it can wait. Oh, he wants to but no you... no no oh no it's not gonna wait because you're gonna forget <laughs> yeah what is your like ultimate pet peeve? Stupid people. Mm. Uh, I, I don't have patience for uh, people who just won't think for themselves, uh, who have to be fed the answers or who are just uninterested in learning the answer. Um, that is my biggest pet peeve is stupid people. That, I mean, all of that is well seated in the library, so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess mine is when people deliberate outright ask me to help them and then they do not take advantage of the assistance. I mm. So it's like more like help them as in you do it for me. <laughs> well, like, for instance, I have uh, the other day, mm-hmm. I nearly lost my mind. I had a student who I gave them the entire block entire block to write a one page paper mm-hmm. and uh normally i'll accept late work but i told him you know towards the end of this class because i've been watching him i said you know what you're going to turn in what you have that's what i'm going to grade and if you don't turn in anything you just get a zero that's gonna be it because some people did not do anything so i had this one kid didn't do anything mm-hmm. all right and i asked him i said why didn't you why didn't you write something I said, did you not understand what to do? Because I'd asked him several times, do you understand what we we're working on? And he was like, yeah. He's like, no, I understand what to do. He said, but I hadn't read the story. And I said, but we read the story together yesterday. And he was like, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> and I said, but that's, but whose fault is that? Right. And he's like, well, it was my fault, I guess, but I can't do it if I didn't read the story. And I said, well, why didn't you read the story during this class? Because you didn't even do that. I said, you were just talking. Right. I said, I gave you an hour and 20 minutes. You could have mm-hmm. the story and done the paper. And he was like, well, you know, it's just, it takes me longer than that to read. And I said, but we read it together yesterday. <laughs> right. I said, I read it to you and talked to you. I said, I said you know, oh, it, oh, wow. I said, why didn't you listen yesterday? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know. He said, you know, ain't no need to yell at me about it. I said, but you've got to take responsibility. I said, you know, it's like the same kid. I said, it's like when we took the unit test and you refused to take the unit test because you said you hadn't taken any of the quizzes. Right. Whose fault was it you didn't take the quizzes? He was like, it's my fault. I said, well, you didn't even take the quizzes that day when you refused to take the unit test. (laughs) I said, you've got to take responsibility. He says, I know. I hear that every day. And I said, well, why don't you listen to it? He's like, I listen to it. And I said, but you don't change your behavior. Yeah. And, you know, every time you share those stories with me, I remind you that I have no patience and I, I couldn't do it. I, I just, no, 
Well, that was the I day would just after. go off on people. That was the day after. I it was my ninth graders. They're giving me so much grief. Um, my ninth graders. Every person in there had fought had failed the midterm. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I told him, I, I told him, I said, look, last night I left here and I was thinking, maybe I am a terrible teacher. Mm-hmm. I went back and I looked at this test. And every one of these questions we had gone over, I remember having written these things down on the board and told you to take them down. I said, we went over all of these things. It is not my fault that you failed. This is on you. Right. <laughs> and I told him. I said, you know, I had, I had written all these averages over the board, right? You know, and uh, I think I told you about this. I think I called you. And I said, um, I said, you know, aren't you embarrassed when you go home and your average is a 21? I said, I don't know, you know, if you have a mommy or a daddy or a grandma or a grandpa or, or who you live with, but whomever cares for you, when they look at these grades, aren't you embarrassed to show them that you have a 21 in my class? And some people are like, no. You know, and I said, well, oh you, my God. you should be. I said, because this class is not difficult. Nope. And for you to have a 21, that tells people that you don't try. If you had a 21 and you were working your butt off every day, I would just go, you know what? Timmy, Timmy's trying. Mm-hmm. Timmy just isn't getting it, but Timmy's trying. But you're not trying. Timmy just doesn't care. Right. I said, I don't know if I know your ninth graders. I know ninth graders fail more than everybody else. I get it, but this is second semester. You should be starting to figure out now. I said, I don't know if somebody has mistakenly told you that Mr. Reese is not going to fail you, but I'm telling you right now, if somebody told you that, they lied to you because I am sure going to fail you if you have this 21 average. And then I have to see you again next semester, and I don't want to see you again. I'm, I'm sorry i'm losing my mind again <laughs> well i mean here's the thing though too yeah i got so annoyed with them that when the bell rang everybody started standing up and i was like sit down sit down everybody, oh my gosh <laughs> everybody sit down so everybody sat down the bell finished ringing and i just got looked at them. i said you know what just get out <laughs> oh my god just go just get out i don't want to see you <laughs> that is wow um, yeah. started to say something. I said, like, don't say anything to me. Just get out. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though, too. I mean, I, you, uh, you obviously being a teacher, but being on the opposite side as, as kind of a, a, a parent or someone in that type of role, um, you know, we've had very similar issues with Beyonce, you know, my, my niece. She has <laughs> literally zero interest in school. I, we, I'm almost embarrassed to say that she's my niece when it comes to that kind of stuff, because she has zero inclination when it comes to academics. She just doesn't care. And yeah. so she, her grades, of course, reflect it. And all of us are kind of, you know, grasping at straws, like, you know, how do we get this child to be interested in stuff that, you know, I mean, for us, yeah, I mean, again, it's kind of, you know, we're of a different time. Um, you know, I know that she's unfortunately a product of divorce. And so sometimes this will definitely impact that kind of thing as well, because what you may teach her, the things that you suggest are important, the other parent might not feel that way. And so, you know, I mean, I, I get it. There's a lot, but she, I, I'm like, it's almost like, are you really a Davidson? Cause she, like I said, zero interest. 
none. She goes to school or, you know, online because she has to, but when it comes to turning, doing homework and like doing it well, like rather than just phoning in a, you know, an assignment, she right. just, mm-mm. and then she consistently turns in things late. And it's like, you literally have nothing else to do with your time right now. You don't even have friends to go play with or any of that kind of stuff. When you're finished with your school day, you need to do your, your homework. And then, you know, I mean, again, it's these things that's like, oh my God, we would never have been able to get away with, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just, it's frustrating. I, with my class, I hate giving homework. Mm-hmm. I don't give homework. Because you know they're not going to do it. Yeah, well, I give adequate time for them to do their assignments in my class. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll even say, you know, all right, we've got 15 minutes left. That's time for you to, for you to do, you know, the little quiz, the 10-question quiz. Mm-hmm. I said, then you don't have to do it for homework. And then they want to just sit there and talk. And, you know, and then the next time I'm like, you know, I'm not going to give you those 15 minutes because you don't take advantage of them. Yep. You know, I mean, I give them time so they don't have to work at home. And instead they, you know, and of course, then what happens is, is they don't do it at home either. Mm-hmm. And then they end up, you know, two weeks later saying, what can I do to bring my grade up? Right, exactly. And that, and she does that kind of stuff too, where it's like, you know, it's like, there's zero reason for you to ask if you can turn in something late because you are not doing anything else. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. I mean, and again, you know, when we were kids, that was it. Our sole responsibility was to make sure we did well in school. And I mean, part of it, I know, is a cultural thing as well, because in Jamaica, there's a very strong emphasis on academics. Um, You know, I, I was talking to one of my clients and I said, you know, I don't generally have discrimination against someone of a different color or anything. It's a class thing. Um, I, I admit that I can be, uh, you know, I can discriminate based on class. And that's because, and I feel like it stems from growing up in Jamaica because there was such an emphasis of, you know, the people, like the best people are the ones who did the most, who did well in school, excelled, that kind of thing. That's where the emphasis was. So it's like, you were either smart or you were dumb, you know, and, <laughs> and there's so much there to unpack, but um, it's it's just so disheartening. And I know that you know, based on the things you've said, and even just with her stuff, that this is not just a, you know, a rare thing. It's like, oh, oh my no. God, you know, um, Gwen and I were talking and I was like, I just, you know, the idea of these individuals becoming older, I said, I feel like the, that for the most part, that may make us have to stay in the workforce even longer because, you know, they have the expectation. And of course, T'Challa excluded because he doesn't fall into all of this. But, you know, it's like if it's not easy, they just don't want to try it. They don't want to challenge They don't, You know, I'm like, so I feel like those of us who are of a different ilk, who was who were raised in a different generation might have to be around longer because of them just not caring about certain things you know? Yeah. And it is a shame. I mean, sometimes I'll have kids. I mean, I have one this, this semester, you know, he'll, he just tells me, he says, I can't write an essay. And I said, but you know, we can, we can work on this, you know, let's sit down together. We'll do the first paragraph together. We'll right. Do, you know, I, we have these graphic organizers to help you and stuff. And he's like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. Just not interested. That's it. I said, but you know, you're an 11th grader. I said, you've written essays before you had to have. Yep. I not said, interested. Exactly. That's just it. They're not interested. They don't care. 
And I'm like, you know, and, and he reads all the time. And I'm like, you know, you read so much. I said, normally, if you read a lot, it helps you come up with ideas. Right, right. I said, you know, don't, don't you ever want to write your own stories? Don't you ever come up with an idea and say, man, I wish that this had happened instead of what did happen? And he was like, no. And I said, so you never, <laughs> when you, I said, but when you're reading it, I said, you never see anything you think should have been done differently or you would have enjoyed more? And he was like, no. Wow. And, and, and it's hard for me at that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't, that is so different from. Well, I mean, cause it's like, it engages the whole critical thinking thing, being imaginative. It's like, if you are okay with just what's presented to you, you don't challenge it any, in any way. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's, it's scary. Yeah. Um, and I feel it's like, almost like that's an, an epidemic in itself you know, screw Corona and stuff. It's just, this is even more yeah. foundationary. You know, it just, ah, uh, just, it's, it's and, scary. And look, I, 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 I don't think you've ever heard me say my kids are dumb. No, you're usually just, it's more of, they're just not trying. Yeah. I, Cause yeah. I think my kids are all capable of doing it. It's just a, whether or not they choose to do it. And, mm -hmm. and I, I, when you mentioned the class thing, I do think the biggest problem, at least around here, is the fact that there are so many kids that have to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have kids who work full time. I have kids who, um, I have this one girl, she's a manager at a pizza place. She stays until closing every night, which is like 12. And then of course there's stuff they have to do after they close. So she doesn't get home till like 1.30 or two in the morning. Um, so while I hate it when they fall asleep in my class, at the same time, I'm like, you know, I kind of get it. I mean. But they're really fighting against the odds at this point. Yeah. Because they've already established what their life is going to be like. Yeah. You know, because we know that, you know, I'm not saying certainly not every successful person has a college degree or whatever. But right. if you're not even getting the foundational information on how to function in society and because I mean you know there's so many different dynamics inside of the school or being in school with others that if you're not participating if you're just barely showing up like physically but mentally checked out it's yeah. going to impact your life I mean there's oh, yeah. no question about it it's going to impact the types of jobs you can have the types of relationships that you can have you know it just you're you're screwing yourself you're digging yourself into a hole that you know, it's almost impossible for some people to climb out of. And sadly, you know, when I talk to the parents, the parents of these kids who are mentally checked out, they always say almost the same thing. They say, you know what? I wish that I had listened more in school. Mm -hmm. I wish that I had paid attention. And I try to tell my kid that, but they don't want to listen. And in my head, I'm thinking just like you probably didn't listen to your parents mm -hmm. didn't listen to their parents. And it's like, there's this cycle yeah where it's like and it's only getting worse because you know we're, worse. we're yeah. far removed from like i was raised in a household where if we needed an ass beating we're getting an ass beaten right. um you know i feared my certainly my mother a lot <laughs> growing up and not to say that that should be the experience for everyone but it was very clear she always said you know i am not your friend i am your mother i'm your parent 
you know, and right. they were interested in how well we did because they knew that in order to be successful, you needed at least a foundation. Yeah, and, and my parents never beat me, but man, if they ever said they were disappointed in me. I know, because I, I remember you used to talk about that that with yeah. T'Challa too, where you'd like, you'd tell him you're disappointed. It was like his whole world, world was crumbling. You're like, oh my God, I disappointed him. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I felt terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you know. But it just, you know, I'm like, there, there are times where I just feel like, you know, I'm like, I, I just want to smack the person, you know, and unfortunately, it's like, you look at, like I said, with my niece, and you just, you're just so frustrated, because it's like, it's as if she feels like there's no consequence, you know, the whole living for the, the immediate now and not thinking about what happens tomorrow. It, you know, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Beyonce, what do you think is your that your future is going to look like? I mean, if you're not paying attention in school right now, if you're not learning any real valuable skills, do you think we're all going to take care of you for the rest of your life? You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So, ooh, always. Well, T'Challa, you set us off. Movies. <laughs> well, what is your pet peeve, T'Challa? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's yours? Being accused of something I didn't do. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't think anybody likes that. Yeah, but that, has that really happened? It me off more than being accused of something I didn't do. Yeah. So that's happened to you? Like, in, like, can you give an example of when that has happened? I'm just surprised. Um, I don't have any examples, like, off the top of the head, no, but that's happened before. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that would certainly piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there have been times that's happened to me, you know, and, mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't do that. And they, they, they act like they know you did. Right, right. You didn't do it. It's like everything you say, they just, you know, you know, you're just lying. It's like, I, why did you even ask me? Mm-hmm. You're not going to, you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. Did. Why don't you just go ahead and start fussing at me? Because why <laughs> asking? Because I'm, I'm telling you, I didn't do it. But yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into worst movies, starting at number 25. I will say number 25 and 24 star the same um, actor, and I don't agree with this number 25, but it could be because it's been ages since I've seen this movie. It came out in 1983, Staying Alive. Here, Right. Um, all right, so Staying Alive, I have not seen since the 80s. Right, and that's, yeah. I remember it being an awful movie. You remember it being an awful movie? I do. I remember, because okay. it's the sequel to um, Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. And I remember, on the one hand, thinking, wow, you know, John Travolta looks pretty ripped in this. Right. Um, but it was, it was like, and I don't mean this in a negative way. Okay. Okay. But it was a tremendously gay film. Okay. Um, he had a girlfriend in the movie, but if you looked at him, looked at him dance, look at the shots of his like oiled, you know, torso. Right. It was very, yeah, yeah. It was very gay. Very gay. And um and I just remember the plot being stupid and it didn't even seem like the same character because in um Saturday Night Fever, he was a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm had like you know a very um new york accent and everything mm-hmm. and he was such a pretty boy in uh you know staying alive 
that it didn't even feel like the same character. I wonder if it's even I the same. Totally agree with that. Right, two of them. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not even going to ask T'Challa if he knows that movie. So um, <laughs> no. we will go to number twenty-four. Look Let who's talking now. What? I was going to say, guess who's talking. Yep, Look Who's Talking Now, which of course is the sequel to Look Who's Talking, which I thought was a great movie. I mean, you know, <laughs> of its time. and I love the first movie, but I can see why the second one would be on the, the list. I didn't really like the first one. And the second one, is the second one the one where they add Roseanne? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I do remember <laughs> that one being even worse. <laughs> But I do remember watching the both of them. So yes, I've um, seen both. Or hang on, was there three? No, there were just two, right? I think there was a third one. Look who's because there's look who's talking. Look, look who's talking. talking so look who's talking. Look who's talking to. Look who's talking now. Okay. Oh my gosh! So hang on, that yeah. Now I gotta like go deep dive into. Wait a second. There was. So Look Who's Talking was 1989. Look Who's Talking um, 2 was the Roseanne one. That one was 1990. So Look Who's Talking Now. Oh, oh, it's the one where they add the pets. Oh, see, I'm, I don't think I ever even saw I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. So I can I could see why that one would be, would be on the list. Mm, okay. Um, number 23 is a movie called, now the image I see, I vaguely remember, but I don't remember the title. From 1988, Mac and Me. I think if you saw a picture of it, you would know. You'd maybe sort of recognize it. But it looks kind of, the picture on on the side looks kind of crazy. Oh, God, I've seen that movie. Okay, see, I knew you would know it. (laughs) Um, That that was an awful, awful movie. Yeah, I think I've probably seen it because, I. yeah, so... Yeah, um, it was such a uh, E.T. ripoff. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, That's one they've made fun of on... Um, I, it wasn't on Mystery Science Theater. Is the later thing. I think it was on, like, Rift Tracks or something. Mm-hmm. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. got that. a rating of 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, in this article, it shows it as a zero. Um, but then again, it could be whenever they called this list together. So, because all of these are 0% movies. The wow. next one, number 22, I don't even know the name of, I don't know this movie even by the title. It's called, it's from 2007 and it's called Redline. Don't, I, I mean, I Redline. don't see, right. yeah, I don't even know who's in it. Um, Let me look here. Uh, looking at the movie poster, it does not ring a bell for me. Yeah, no, no. So, moving on past that one, number 21 is Cabin Fever from 2016. Oh, really? Yeah, That's I I don't think I saw that. Movie. Huh? Um no, well, let me take that back now. Um that's the sequel to an earlier Right, uh, there's a tw- 2002 film I guess of it yeah. and then there's a 2016 film. Um so yeah, it's a remake with the same name okay but it's but it's also the fourth in the series <laughs> oh jesus christ wow so the wow. original cabin fever i will say this was a tremendous uh horror movie i loved it okay and this one i have seen um there are some incredibly uh gross out moments in it um if, if for fans of horror movies i would say you know if you're looking for just 
a really gross out film to enjoy for an hour and a half and laugh at how stupid it is, it's not, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're trying to in any way hold it up as a film. <laughs> so. Uh, so moving on to number 20 and certainly T'Challa jump in if you know any of these. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one is from 1997 shadow conspiracy it looks like in the picture martin sheen isn't it or charlie sorry not martin but charlie sheen don't even know what movie this is i you know anything about this one okay Sutherland, linda hamilton sam waterston charlie sheet is a great cast cast exactly but just i guess a really crappy movie so huh. no i never heard of it all right, moving on, number 19 from 2000. Again, I've never heard of this. This is a definitely an African-American movie called Three Strikes. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know what the hell that is. Um, it's called Three Strikes. Don't know what it is, but okay. I'm sure you yeah. don't know what that is either. Number no, 18. It was, it was huh? written and directed by DJ Pooh. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, see, no. Huh. Um, number 18, I remember seeing, uh, it is from 1994, Wagons East. Never seen it. Really? Huh. Okay. Number 17. Now I think it might be, it's from 1990. It might be the nostalgia as to why I don't feel like it should be on this list, but, uh, Problem Child. Oh, you have to, you've have to have seen Problem Child. Huh? Sucks. All the Problem Child movies are so bad. I like the first one. <laughs> yeah, it has it has John, um, what's his name, Ritter in it. Yes, and his 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 wife Amy, I, um, whatever I forgot her name, but I do love John Ritter. I and love it, yeah, in anything. <laughs> yeah. But the kid who played the kid was yeah. so obnoxious; it would beyond be funny. And it, I, you know, look, I don't really recommend beating your child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That. I mean, yeah, that's one of those kids i really think he'd be he would have benefited from somebody taking a punch in his face <laughs> yeah it was a bad movie it okay i i i won't challenge you on that one because it is arguably certainly a bad one number 16 i did not watch because i thought the original or the first one in the series was enough <laughs> it's from 1991 return to the blue lagoon I, I have seen that one. Um, Blue Lagoon. Of was, course, with, with Brooke Shields. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it had Brooke Shields and stuff. I, I watched it and I was, there were times I was like, this isn't that bad a movie. Then there are other times I was like, I don't know, this feels like very pervy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the sequel, I did watch it one time. I don't remember much about it other than it just seemed kind of embarrassing, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was pervy, too. It just seemed like, I don't know, somebody wanted to see if they couldn't get a little bit more of, like, jailbait. Right, right. Something, you know. Number Who was in it? Yeah, um, I'm not even going to look it up. She looks familiar, but I'm not even going to go there. Um, number 15 is from 2010, The Nutcracker in 3D. Did not know that that was a thing, but okay. In 3D. Yeah, the Nutcracker okay. in 3D. Yeah, no, I, I've no, I, no, don't does not ring a bell. Number fourteen is from 2018, a movie called Stratton. 
S-T-R-A-T-T-O-N. It looks like a, a possibly an action film, but I'm looking at it here. I don't even. Yeah, uh, Dominic Cooper's in it. Okay, I mean, I know who that is, but now Tom Felton was, um, you know, in the Harry Potter movies. Right, he played Draco. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tyler Hochland. Hochland. Not the name seems familiar. But no, I'm not familiar with this movie. No, and I mean, I'd never even heard of it. So moving on to number 13, from also from 2018. It looks like 2018 has a nice string of bad movies. <laughs> um, a movie called London Fields. I've never heard of this movie. Never heard of it, no. Number 12, also from 2018, Dark Crimes. I don't even know. Never heard of that one either. Okay, so number 11, I heard of, and even when it came out or was coming out, I was like, there's no way in hell I would go see it. Oh. Uh, it is Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. Oh, God, I remember the trailers for that. Yes, I was like, there's no way. Again, it's this one is a 2011 movie, but I just seen the title and stuff. I was like, yeah, I remember this for like a second. And Oh, no. wow, it was actually a Happy Madison film. Right. But yeah. no, Mm-mm. it earned only 1.4 million. It's oh open, which landed at number 15. After oh my god! Released the film had earned 2.5 million. After which they went ahead and pulled it from theaters. <laughs> How much did did it cost to make? What was the budget? Uh, let me look. Because that would. MDB. <laughs> oh that would have been insane. See, I always look on Wikipedia for that stuff. I never. Even though uh, I do use IMDb, but IMDb is the first thing I saw. So oh, okay, it cost ten million dollars. Oh, gosh, it grossed two point five. That is insane. It's, it's outside the United States. It made less than a thousand dollars. Wow! Jeez, oh, that <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. So we'll move on to number 10. This is a movie from 2015. The Ridiculous Six. Um, It looks like Adam Sandler is in it, in the picture that I can see. I I did kind of expect a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, I I never saw this movie, but um, okay. Yeah, it's him. He played White Knife, an order raised by Native Americans. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that movie wouldn't even okay yeah this it's an action adventure oh is it bits it costs 60 million dollars to make oh 60 60 this is the one where he got in trouble um it was very offensive supposedly really no yeah (laughs) that a lot of people felt like some of the the humor involving native americans was offensive and some people um who worked on the movie quit while they were working on it oh yeah okay because yeah. it had adam sandler terry cruz uh that jorge garcia mm-hmm. lautner rob schneider luke wilson danny trejo steve buscemi buscemi mm-hmm. yeah, will forte or whatever his name is mm-hmm. um i mean it's got a cast a hilarious cast nick nolte was in it Jeez, yeah, but yeah, I do remember the controversy around that one. Once you, yeah, 
reminded me. So I think maybe in the, our next show, we'll just, just because of his body of work. And I mean, it's like, he's either in a really great movie or it's a really crap movie. Yes. We'll do the ranking of every Adam Sandler movie from worst to best. Um, uh-huh. It is, there's a list of 45. So we won't necessarily go through all 45, but um, anyway, moving on. Number nine is from 1987. Jaws the Revenge. Oh God, any Jaws sequel is bad. <laughs> At least Jaws 2 does have Rob Schneider, not Rob Schneider in it, God. <laughs> I'm still thinking about Adam Sandler, but okay. Yeah, it's um, it's somebody Schneider. My, my, my mind has gone blank now. Um, let me look it up. Yeah, I... I think I've seen parts of Jaws. It's, you know, because it's just not my Roy kind of Schneider. Thing. Okay. <laughs> he's in the first two. And he's great in any. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anything after the, the second one is bad. Anything after the second one is just ridiculous. So I think The Revenge, this is the third one, right? I, I, I wouldn't know. This is just. Because I know in the first one, there's the shark, right? Mm-hmm. The one, it was um, the shark's mate came back. And then in one of them, I think it's the 3D one with Michael Caine that's at SeaWorld. Um, and that, it turns out, it's his kid. It's like the shark's kid who comes back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Number eight is from 2020. I've never heard of this movie. It is The Last Days of American Crime. <clears throat> I guess you have neither. Number seven is a part of a massively successful movie series that I know you've and I have probably watched them, but I have not watched this one from 2004, National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. Hmm. I have never saw that. See that one. Um, There's a lot of... National Lampoon movies I have not seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw like the 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 OGs, you know, yes. anything that had like Chevy Chase in it and stuff. We saw those, right? Um, and of course, the the franchise continued without him, and I have not seen any any one of them that did not in, involve him. So, right. Number six, I remember. I know of this movie. I certainly did not watch it. Uh, it is from two thousand four. Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. <laughs> I remember when it came out. I never saw mm-hmm. I never yeah. saw Baby Geniuses 1. I didn't either, but yeah, I, I do recall. I mean, you know, so moving on to number five. Um, we are in 2002 with Pinocchio. It was a live action one. I remember vaguely. Um, I know I did not want to see it because I was never a huge fan of Pinocchio. Anyway, it's not one of my favorite Disney's or anything like that. So um, number four is a 2018 movie, which brings us back to another John Travolta movie. Uh, This one is Gotti. Obviously, I know who it's on, but I never saw that movie. Yeah, I remember all of the people talking about how terrible it was. Mm -mm. I did not see it. Uh, this one, number three, I think I actually did see. It's a 2012 movie. I didn't see it in the theaters. Uh, it has um, Eddie Murphy in it. A thousand words. Like, I think the premise is like you only had a thousand words in the day or something to use. Right. And yeah, and I remember seeing it, but, you know, as to whether or not I hated it or whatever, I don't even, you know, I don't remember. 
Yeah, I remember um, when it was out, but I never saw it. Yeah. Um, so number two and number one are both movies I have never heard of. Um, I still haven't gotten to any movies. I've exactly, seen. really. Um, <laughs> number two is from 2008, One Missed Call. Never heard of it. Okay. That sounds what was that? That sounds bad. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I have heard of number one, but I definitely didn't watch it. So this one is from 2002. This one is Ballistic X versus Server Sever. I have seen it. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I would, I would assume that if you hadn't seen it, you at least remember the name of the movie. Do yeah. you think it is truly um, the worst movie, you know? No. <laughs> okay. No. I've seen much worse movies than that. Um, one. Uh, one of the worst ones that I ever saw was, um, it was called Bad People. Mm-hmm. They had an awesome cast, and I used to always tell people Bad People's a very bad movie. Um, it, I know it had like Cameron Diaz in it, mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Um, uh, Christian Slater, back when Christian Slater was a was thing. it? Yeah. Um, anyways, about these guys uh, who got together for a bachelor party in Las Vegas, and one of them uh, accidentally kills a hooker. And so they cut up her body and bury it and all this kind of stuff. And anyway, there was just like no likable characters. And it was supposed to be a comedy. Um, <laughs> okay. It was, like, yeah, it was a comedy. Um, the whole time I was like, wow, that is not funny. I mean, I could see how you could do it funny. I really could. But, um, I, you know, like how the hooker died, that wasn't funny. Mm. Funny at all. It was like, oh, my God, that's a terrible way to die. Um, and then, you know, when they start cutting up her body and stuff, it's like, uh, um, you know, it was a terrible movie. Well, you know, for me, uh, I would say terrible and not not plot, just on execution, I will always say is Polar Express. I can't unsee that movie and it bothers me. And see, I certainly would not list that as the worst movie. At all. Well, no, I'm saying in execution, not plot. I thought the plot was fine. I just did not like the delivery of it. That has that will forever stay with me. So that's why it's just a worse movie in terms of a feeling kind of thing, not as a plot and execution type of thing. So emotionally, it's the worst for me. <laughs> there was a movie that has been uh, done on um, Mystery Science Theater several times called uh, Manos, The Hands of Fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Anybody who's actually seen that movie would laugh at that list you just gave. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I mean, it's just... It's, I can't even, but you know, yeah, it's so bad. There's like the there's this guy who has like uh, hoofed feet. Um, <laughs> how bad it is. Yeah, it's just. It, I, it's, I, yeah, and it's not even on the list. So I'm seeing here in the info bubble on Google, it is a 1966 horror movie. Yes. IMDb gives it 1.9 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's generous. That is very generous. That's somebody. Wow. Um, that, that is somebody who really liked it. What about Exorcist 2? That was a terrible movie. Well, I was going to say there's some other ones that didn't, you know, weren't in the top 25 that I figured were oh. worth mentioning. What about Tarzan the Ape Man, the one that Bo Derek starred in? Yeah, and see, that's not even on the list. And that we, I, I will agree with you. That was a terrible movie. Yeah. Howard the Duck. Also a terrible movie. 
I know how much it was hyped and people were so excited about it. And it was a terrible movie. (laughs) Have you ever seen the Garbage Pail Kids movie? Yeah, I did. (laughs) See, that's a bad movie. Yeah, but see, it's like, I'm like, yeah, I know it was bad, but I don't remember it, you know, enough. Like emotionally, I don't connect with it enough. Also on this list is Highlander 2, The Quickening. That is a bad movie. Um, Classic. Yes, yes, it is. Battlefield Earth. That's the worst um, John Travolta movie ever. That is. I never saw it, but I would tell you, I would agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. Or Freddie. That one took a lot of. Do what? Freddie got fingered. Oh, God, that was terrible. Yes. Hmm. See, see, to me, the, the movies that should be on the list is like when you hear the title, your response is what you just said. Oh, my God, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, and your face yeah. just cringes up. And <laughs> yeah, it should be like a, a visceral figure, you know, physical response. Yeah. So Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, made the list from 1987, which I'm just partial to the, the Police Academy yeah. movies. Um, so even if they were like bad, they weren't, you know, like, in well, my mind, they weren't bad. And by the time you get that late in the series, you know what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. This That's one like, actually you know, had David Spade in it, but um, yeah. 1987. Like any of the Godzilla movies are bad. I'm sorry, if you're watching the 23rd Godzilla movie. Then yeah, what do you expect? You're getting what you wanted to see. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, just looking through a 2004 movie, Twisted, that had um, that has... Um, Ashley Judd in it and Samuel L. Jackson um, Alone in the Dark which is also a Christian Slater movie I suppose Mm. Um, The Master of Disguise from 2002 the title rings a bell but I don't even know who was in it Daddy Day Camp (laughs) I saw Daddy Day Care I was it was enough with the first one that I didn't need anymore yeah I saw the first one it was all right yeah I I didn't need I didn't know there was a sequel yeah apparently um disaster movie back in 2008 that was a bit of a disaster but again i mean i don't think anybody went in to see that thinking yeah exactly um Mm -hmm. left behind a 2014 film that has nicholas cage i'm surprised he's not in more movies on this list yeah um and then there's also epic movie from 2007 you know it was i think a part of that whole like scary movie type of time and so it's like yeah it's one that's kind of a parody of a bunch of things because you see like um johnny depp's willy wonka character in there Mm -hmm. um uh, yeah no so then you remember leonard part six no it was a spy it was a comedy spy movie with bill cosby came out during the height of the Cosby show. Okay, let me see. You said Leonard Part 6? Yeah, Leonard Part 6. There was no Leonard Part 1 through 5. Okay. Uh, and even Bill, it, I think Bill Cosby won the Razzie Award. Oh, God. And he accepted it. He said it was wow. the worst movie I ever made. It was the worst movie anybody ever made. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it has a 2.2 rating on IMDb. 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> The Washington Post said the only good thing about Bill Cosby's Leonard Part 6 is that we didn't have to see Parts 1 through 5. Yeah, it was, the budget was $24 million and the box office was $4.6 million. Yeah, I remember watching that one. And I was just surprised because it was so unfunny. 
And it was like, how can you have Bill Cosby in something and it's just this bad? And again, this list is based on critics. So it's not, you know, obviously, yeah, we came up with, or you guys came up with a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, and like, I noticed this list that you gave, you were giving us the things off were relatively recent. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, like there was a older than like eighty three or there something. was the one nineteen sixty six movie, but okay. Well, no, 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 no. That was you telling me about the Matt, whatever that one. That yeah, no, yeah. So it goes back to about the eighties, maybe the late seventies. Yeah, Manus is horrible. You remember the other? Uh, another one was uh, Santa Claus versus the Martians. Oh God, not Santa <laughs> versus the Martians. Yeah. Now <laughs> you're speaking his language. He knows what you're talking about. Yeah, see, we, me and me and uh, T'Challa, we've seen some genuinely bad movies. Jeez. Yeah, I, I. Space. I, what? Plan Nine from Outer Space. That oh, one. I never saw that one. So bad, it has become like a cult film. Oh, okay. But yeah, uh, if you see Plan Nine, it was it was supposed to be serious, but it was it was an Ed Wood movie, and it was um, so cheaply made that like they're UFOs were made out of um, paper plates what was that movie put on top guy, of each like, other and like glued together. Mm. Guys, you know, the guy who beat himself up with the fake tentacle. That um, movie, what was that? What, was that Manos actually? I don't know. I know in Plan 9. You know what I'm talking about part. though, right? Oh, are, you're, not, you're not talking about Slither, are you? No. I'm, no, I don't, would, he, would he have seen oh, it wasn't Slither? Slither. Was Slither was a bad movie. Slither was an awesome movie. No. Like, I forget. Slither is one of my favorite I, yeah, movies. It, it was okay. I remember this, like, there was, like, this mad scientist guy, and, like, this cop went to his house, uh-huh. and, like, there was this horrible fight scene where he was, like, fighting this tentacle thing, but you could tell he was, like, was hitting around himself on. with the tentacles, and it was. <laughs> that might have. So fake. That might have been Plan 9 from Outer Space. That. Plan Nine is the last movie that Bella Lugosi was in, and he mm, okay, yes, and he dies halfway through the film. The actor did, mm-hmm. so they they didn't know what to do, so they just brought in some guy, um, and had him like hold the the cloak over his bottom half of his face for the rest oh. of the movie. No, anything alike. I was like Bella Lugosi had hair, right? Like bald, and there's oh lights and stuff, and the guy had to at least try. The guy had to do like an impersonation of Bella Lugosi's accent, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So, and like, there's parts of the movie where it's like part of the scene is at night mm-hmm. and like look in another direction and it's daytime. And then they'll look back and it's night. And it's the same oh thing. So. Well, I will say, so I'm looking right now. So I'm looking at a list that is on Wikipedia that says list of films considered the worst. So uh, in the 1980s, because um, that uh, I'll just start in there. I'm not naming all 17 that they have here. They do mention uh, Tarzan the Ape Man. Yeah. They mentioned Mommy so, Dearest, which I there, love. Huh? There are two great reasons to watch Tarzan, <laughs> right? and they are both they are both on Miss Derek's chest. This one, it, it does, so this one has, uh, is it Faye Dunaway that's, no, no, Faye Dunaway was in Mommy Dearest, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, but I actually, like, I, Mommy Dearest is one of, like, my favorite movies from that time. I just have fond memories of it. It 
maybe it is a terrible movie, but it's uh, a terrible movie, but it is fun. It, I, I always like laughing at that movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, my brother and I, when we we're younger, younger would call, you know, our mother, mommy dearest, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it, I think it certainly has a, a cultural impact. Um, Howard, the duck, of course, is on the list from the, the eighties. Cause that was terrible. Um, Superman four is on the list. The quest for peace. That was a bad movie. Yes. Three. <laughs> so uh, the, the garbage bell kids movie is on there. Leonard part six is on there. Um, moving into the nineties, um, obviously Highlander, which we talked about Showgirls, which at the time it was just because it was a NC-17 movie, right? So Yeah, Showgirls Showgirls deserves to be on any list of the worst movies. (laughs) It it does. Um, Striptease is also on it. Batman Mm -hmm. and Robin is also on the list. I remember seeing it. Instead of just um, Striptease, though, there's another movie by her that should be on there, and that's that G.I. Jane. I know. That's, she's not um uh, well um you're talking about demi Moore because when i think about showgirls i think about the chick from um saved by the bell no, i was uh, talking about striptease oh okay okay yeah yeah, yeah okay so I, yeah, I didn't watch that one. one of yeah. the worst movies i've ever seen not nearly as bad as man um would have to be batman versus superman oh god yeah it was not okay <laughs> that versus was superman a was a bad movie, movie. That was a disaster. I don't think I minded it that much, but I'm not as huge into DC, so I don't usually have high expectations with those movies anyway. So. Yeah. yeah I, I don't either, but... <laughs> um, moving into the 2000s, I think I wonder if this is actually... Is it ranked or just in date order? Uh, Battlefield Earth, of course, is on the list. Freddy Got Fingered is on it. Glitter is on that list. Oh, um, that was the one with... Um, what's her name in it, right? The singer... Yeah, J-Lo, and I think it, um, isn't it J-Lo? Wasn't she in that one? No, I thought it was. Oh, no, Mariah Carey. It was the Mariah Carey one. I was thinking about, there's a J-Lo one that was awful that, was it like Gigli or something? That had her and. Yes, her and (laughs) Ben Affleck or whatever was in that. Oh, and it's on the list. It is on the list for the 2000s. Um, From Justin to Kelly makes the list. (laughs) Oh, wow. I saw that. Yeah. I, I did see that Catwoman is on the list. Um, uh, let's see. I don't. I know who killed me is on the list. And oh, yeah. into the 2010s, which is the last of the the list here. Um, of course, Bucky Larson. The Last Airbender is on the list. Um, not sure if either of you saw that one. Yeah. Uh, Jack and Jill, of course, of Adam Sandler movie uh let's see saving christmas which i think i saw uh dirty grandpa which i thought was hilarious but okay. i thought it was hilarious too so yeah i don't know why it's on the worst list shoot seriously yeah i mean i i went to the theater to see that movie <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't i don't agree with that one specifically i mean De Niro sometimes does some weird stuff but i thought that that movie was hilarious him and zach efron just yeah yeah it said that he apparently at the 37th golden ras raspy at raspberry uh, awards it received five nominations mm. but it didn't win in any category because yeah i'm like because it wasn't a terrible film whatever. no 
anyway. So it'll be interesting to see when this this list includes things from the 2020s because it doesn't um, does not start that list yet. I guess we're too early in <laughs> to, yeah. to reflect on it. But so that yeah, we might have to you know at some point do best movies because this it has been a walk down memory lane and <laughs> oof, wow. And I'm sorry, T'Challa, that there really weren't that many movies that you <laughs> that you uh, knew of or or saw. Um, but again, I the, I watched the, I watched did. approximately maybe maybe two. Yeah, I think well, that's good. <laughs> approximately two. Your dad had to go through most of them in real life. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting things like, you know, Flash Gordon to be on there. Now I was going to get all mad because it's like, I love the fucking Flash I would have been, Yeah, I would have been mad too because I do remember watching that. Yeah. But, but no, nope, not on the list. Mm. At least I don't believe. Nope, not on the list at all because yeah that wouldn't have been cool i don't think i ever saw glitter though i mean i knew mariah was in it and that it was terrible but yeah. i mean i like mariah carey i just wasn't gonna you know watch it yeah i actually did like the the britney spears movie crossroads i thought that was cute i think i watched like the first 10 minutes of crossroads okay. yeah i mean it's not really your cup of tea anyway so yeah I did finally watch that um, that Free Britney documentary that... I'm still... I have it on my list on Hulu. I haven't watched it yet. I have to be in a mood to watch it. I watched it the other night. It was good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't doubt that it's say, good. I just, you know... There wasn't a whole lot, I would say, that I didn't already know. Mm -hmm. Some interesting behind-the-scenes footage and stuff with her that I thought was interesting. And um, it definitely... It definitely paints a lot of it in a different light because there's people on there who say things about her dad that are pretty pretty harsh. Oh well, I mean, yeah. Even if you read stuff online, they always paint him in a in, in a negative light, it's, especially in the articles I've read. That you know, it, he while he was conservator or whatever, it's it it wasn't a good thing or isn't a good thing because I know she apparently named a permanent one recently, but um, yeah, I've not heard good things about that that whole that whole thing yeah Alrighty, so um we are at the 90 minute mark okay well i guess we should start wrapping it up absolutely the weather is now um actually all we got was the thunder for that bit and then nothing. it's pretty awful over here it, it's pitch black almost in the house yeah i mean we got a, we got some rain but that was it now everything looks essentially back to normal so yeah. so we'll go ahead and jump off now since you know down there you might actually get something so it's possible so um, i guess you know if we do it the way we've been doing it we'll record again in about three weeks mm -hmm. something like that what episode number in this season is it we are in episode number nine this has been like the longest season ever yeah, this season, because some seasons it's like, wow, we're done already. Right, right. This one it feels just like been it's been going out. on for the last year. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So we are in episode nine. And I, we are, what, we do 12 episode seasons. So, right. So, yeah. Maybe we'll okay. get through um, all 12 by like September or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> About the time I finished the last 53 episodes of uh, Three Little Liars. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
All right. Well, I guess we'll see everybody whenever we see you. Yep. Any parting words, T'Challa? Um, not really. Bye. All right. So everybody out there, keep your peckers clean. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>